0: I love what you're talking about how people have just been completely immersed, I maybe mean, obsessed with the sensory uh, experience within the human body. And as uh, spiritual beings who are driving in their car, known as their human body, if you deprive yourself of distraction, if you're not checking your phone, if you're not watching TV, if you're not partaking in all these different distractions, in a way, are you channeling that energy back in your spirit? Because everyone walking around the US, at least today, is checking their phones. Out. And I have to tell you, I am just as guilty of it. I am obsessed with my with, with work. And I'm checking my phone all the time. And I'm and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm giving my point of attraction, my attention to this device, which is more or less, it probably has to do with work, but I know the fact that my brain's probably addicted to the dopamine hit I get when I get a notification. You know, I'm fully admitting that. But From your perspective, is that, uh, are those distractions, is that what's keeping people kind of chained or or imprisoned within their body, their sensory perception? If you decide to put down the phone, if you decide to not watch TV, if you decide to not be in a constant state of simulation or entertainment, is that a path forward or a stronger way to um, reconnect with your spirit and be on the path of divine divinity?
1: That's a very deep point and a very important one, Ryan. And uh, let me say that indeed I agree with you that we have been trained to be distracted. And Almost everyone these days has a kind of attention deficit disorder, and it's it partly augmented by the addiction to the cell phones, which is why I don't even have one and I've never used it, uh, and of course to the Internet and to all the other uh, gadgets that take people's attention and they watch films that take them into uh, vicarious experiences and the virtual reality machines and all kinds of things nowadays that put in some very negative instructions subliminal suggestions impressions that lead one toward wanting more violence or pornography or uh, following the latest gossip uh, about celebrity or political conspiracies right and so instead of cultivating their level of consciousness to reach god they they are dissipating their energies in that way and becoming infected by those influences of those impressions so yes that's indeed correct However, where I would disagree with you is it's not enough just to stop doing that because your own mind will continue to throw up images and memories and desires and things that come from the residue of the past uh, proclivities to be involved in those activities. So it takes a, a process of inner purification That has to be completed before we are able to be at peace with a quiet mind in order to be able to receive the grace of the presence of God. And there are some who will, in fact, do that practice instead of the distractions. But there are others who will just space out or they'll drink some beer or they'll do something else with their time that isn't really about growing psychologically and philosophically and spiritually to reach a point where they're actually able to tolerate the intensity of the energies of God. Because, you see, if you're in the ego state, the energies of God are a threat because they are going to annihilate your ego. They are going to dissolve you back into God consciousness. But the ego resists that. It doesn't want to die. It wants to continue its illusory existence. And when someone really goes into... A very deep state of meditation they bring up from their subconscious minds the what the alchemists called the negredo the repressed unbearable feelings that have been kept in the dungeon of the mind but haven't been able to be released and gotten rid of and they will suddenly come up in one's face and in the middle of a a meditation in which you are starting to feel very and expanded and open and and, and receiving divine energy, suddenly there will be uh, energies of past traumas that will come up and agonies and it could be guilt or shame or horror or terror or any other kinds of feelings like anxiety and sorrow, etc. for past karma one has to be able to tolerate its coming up and purifying it and releasing it. If one is willing and able to go through that process, then one becomes free and karma ends and one becomes a divinized sage. But most can't do it alone because they can't contain those energies, which is why it's often important to have a community, to have a teacher, who can inspire and empower and give you strength and courage to face the demons you have to slay within, not the ones outside. It's the ones within that are the hardest to slay. And they will come up to challenge you when you start to return to God. And then you need to have the power to slay those demons, or else they'll pull you back into an inner hell realm.
0: Thank you for that answer. I love it. Actually, my next question is going to be based on that, because if you are doing that work and you do realize that you have a traumatic event that has occurred, Mm -hmm. and that event, that trauma pulls you into a frequency, let's say a lower vibrational frequency because your point of focus is on that trauma, what Mm -hmm. are some of the things you can do with that particular moment? Because you mentioned a community. Well, what if you you don't have a community? Are there any types of music that you can listen to that have a certain uh, beat are there there a certain chance that you could immerse yourself in Uh, should you use any kind of like lavender oil should you put should you save yourself what other things can you do if when processing your shadow and revealing some dark things that you need to take immediate action so you don't become a point of attraction for those dark things that your frequency does not go from uh, up here to down here because you are completely overwhelmed with the trauma that is occurring.
1: Mm-hmm. A very good question unfortunately, the things you mentioned, the lavender and oil and like that, if it, you're really in the middle of a heavy trauma, they, they won't be enough. And you won't even be able to put the music on or listen to it because you'll, you'll be too caught up in, in, in your internal agony and the images it, it presents and even suicidal drives that can come up at that moment. So it's very hard to to sit and think coherently, how should I soothe myself at this moment? You know, if it's just a minor kind of uh, negative thought form you can maybe do that but I think what needs to happen is one has to develop a total faith in God and a connection in God when one is still in a good state that in the one can taste the vibrational frequency of God's presence and connection and it's like a note that once you know what it is you can return to it And then you have to use prayer, you have to use surrender of your whole being to God, and and you you have to use uh, a a total dedication to attend to the will of God to uh, save you, really, redeem you from the negative uh, feeling states that are often based on an identity of unworthiness or I'm a sinner or I'm, I'm not worthy of having God's protection. And one has to overcome that by realizing God's unconditional love of you, no matter what you have done and who you are and uh, no matter what the situation is. It's that unconditional love of God that one has to open to and accept fully in one's heart. And that is what redeems one from the hell realm. And that can happen if one has, uh, has a faith that is based on an internal experience of that connection. So there's no doubt that God is real And that that intelligence, whether you call it God or Buddha or the Tao or Allah or whatever, it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the name. The Christian theologians tend to call it the great mystery. And as long as you're in the ego state, it is a mystery. But you have to surrender your mind, therefore, and realize you can't think your way out of it. The only way you can get out of it is transcending thought and entering a state of silence in which you are fully in attendance upon the presence of God, and then grace will descend and fill you because God is merciful and good and wants only to give peace to the hearts of anyone who is surrendered to the service of God. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti. Recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste.